winning season has officially returned. And with NFL Preseason Live, there are plenty of opportunities to win at MyBookie. Whether you're a seasoned better or a first-timer, MyBookie gets you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. To claim your bonus, sign up and use promo code ZABE on your first deposit, and you'll instantly double your money with MyBookie. It's simple. 250 puts $500 in your account, and you can use your funds to bet on as many individual games, contests, or props as you want. Bet on team win totals. Predict the Super Bowl winner. Use the MyBookie Prop Builder to give yourself the edge you need to secure the bag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule. So you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? It sounds loud where you're at. Where you at right now? Um, in this place called my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the TV on loud. I'd turn the Oriole game down. Sorry. Ah, okay. Five games back, I understand, as the season bleeds out. Yes, we are five games back, but hey, you're, you're only good until the last pitch of the season. There you go. Keep hope alive. All right. That's right. Who said it's that? It's millennials. They don't care about getting stuff right. You've given up on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. Well, why? <laughs> of course, why wouldn't I? Oh, I know. him also. <laughs> I Sorry. Oh, look at you. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. Those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. Does he look like a bitch? What? Go on. So, Jay, we've had something called a tarmac firing in college football. We now have, apparently, an (laughs) end zone firing. Damn, Herm Edwards was done dirty last week at Arizona State. Cue the bite. <laughs> oh, I got the bite. I've got all the bites, my friend. I will say Cue this. the bite. Credit to the sometimes volatile Herm. He took it pretty well like a pro. Almost like he knew this thing was going to be a part-time run and not exactly a lifetime gig. So back to TV for Herm, but sorry it didn't work out with the Sun Devils, buddy. You gave it a good try. All right. You want it? You want the long version? Um, sure, here you go. Uh, give me give me mini one to sight. Yeah. The whole system here and it doesn't work. And he's here like 
every and week. I'm giving them checks. Wanda, We've got five true. remotes. I can't We've turn it on. So many problems. But I know, you know, black men can never do anything wrong. <laughs> really? You get fired from a, a job. Black people always do everything right. You gotta turn the damn satellite on for the TV to work. See the little green light? Just gotta turn it on. Or you can fire the black man. Whatever works for you. Wow, what a what a classic from Curb Your Enthusiasm. The first person fired this year was a white man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we've already had two high-profile coaches go down, and we are just four, what four weeks into the college football season. So, can I give you my my next one? I know who's gonna be fired all next. All right, do tell. I'm all ears. In about two weeks, Colorado will fire Carl Durrell. Okay. Because they, they Colorado is the worst. Uh, what is what? Uh, high major. High major, yeah. Group yeah, of five. They, they're the worst. Group, group of five, group, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, no, they, actually, they're the worst. All right, wait, group of five defines. I can't remember. I don't know what that is. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, hold on. Group of five refers to the five conferences outside of the power five. Okay, well. I, I'm pretty sure about that. Wow, I thought you were a sports guy. Hey, shut the fuck up back there, will you? Jesus Christ, don't look that up. Carl Durrell, by the way, a black man as well. Or you can find yeah. a black man, whatever yeah. works for you. So there you but go. They you suck. Know, there, they there's, suck, though. Right. There, well, there's two, there's two guys that are too big and too highly paid to fail. Too big to fail, kind of like the banks that were propped up in the 2008 meltdown. And the two, one, the two guys too big to fail are Jimbo Fisher – and uh, what's it, uh, Brian Kelly at LSU. Those guys, and, you know, Kelly, you got to give him some time, obviously. It's going to take a little while for him to get his program going. But uh, Jimbo Fisher is already catching a ton of shit for the way they've played so far this year. They lost to App State. Well, App State doesn't. If, they, if App State calls you, I would let, I would let a good voicemail. <laughs> I'd let a good voicemail. <laughs> New phone, who dis? Yeah, it's App yeah, State. Right. You know fucking right. who this is. We right. want to play yeah. you. Never heard of you. <laughs> App State. Nope, nope, nope. No clue. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what you should do uh, when it comes to App State calling you. By the way, so uh, did you see, did you know why they fired Scott Frost, apparently? Because, as I told you, he's the biggest scumbag. And Well, he had a record of like 5 and 50 in, you know, one-score game, something ridiculous like that. I'm, of course, it wasn't 5 and 50. But he had the worst – in, like, three three points or less, he had the worst record in the history of college football. Right. Something to well, that apparently he was jumping in at key points, according to uh, yes, Bruce Feldman yes, yes, on, yes, on it, Fox Big Twelve, Big Tw- Noon Sunday, Saturday, whatever they call it. And he was jumping in and overruling yeah. his assistants – and he got bad advice from a couple of friends back in Lincoln. And next thing you know, he's out on his ass. So he's down. Well, the, Herm is down. Uh, Herm will go back to TV, right? He's too good for TV. Where's he, he going to fit in on TV? Well, Urban got back on TV. So anybody can Absolutely. get back on TV. Absolutely. But, but I told you about Scott Frost. He's the worst person ever. Yeah, I've said it like 19 times. Well, I wish nothing. How do you know, how do you know him? As a person, no, no, no. I, I wish nothing good for him. I told you he hid in the closet 
while Lawrence oh, Phillips. Oh, right. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, he was boning Lawrence Phillips' girlfriend, and Lawrence Phillips came home, and Scott Frost hid in the closet while the girlfriend took, okay. who's a lawyer, by the way, now, yeah. who took the ass weapon. I, that's, that's, took the beat. As, a, as, a, as took, a man, you, you got to stand up. You got to stand up. Well, if you're going to okay. take an ass weapon for Lawrence Phillips, you just got to take the beating. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Well, first of all, that would not have spared her the subsequent beating because Lawrence Phillips, sociopath, criminal murderer, right? Now yes. dead. All of the all of the above. He's now and, dead, right? Did yes, he die he, in jail? Yes. Okay. So uh, he would have beat Scott Frost to a pulp and then he would have beat his girl. So at least. But he might have been tired from beating Scott Frost. Crazy don't get tired. <laughs> and I would have I would have laid on top of her while the police somebody would call the police, right? At some point. Uh, maybe. Who are these knows? hypothetical? Mar- are these all hypothetical? Listen, Lawrence Phillips once got in a car <laughs> oh, that's right. and ran down <laughs> a flag football game like a maniac because he was disrespected. No, because by the way, they were teenagers. He right. thought one of the, he thought one of them stole something from him, right. and he got in the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was doing donuts like fucking Polly Walnuts on Christopher's <laughs> front lawn of The Sopranos. Still one of the all-time great scenes. Okay, way, so if you, Abstate, way, yeah, we're watching ahead. The Sopranos, by the way, nice right now. Nice. Just let me know. Beautiful. It's, it's good the second time around. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, if if Abstate calls, you need to channel your inner Consuela from Family Guy. No, 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 home and home. No, can't, can't play. Place. They don't speak English and they always mess up the order. It's like trying to give my cell phone number to the housekeeper. Okay, I'm expecting a very important delivery at the house, so could you please call me if it arrives? I'll give you my cell number. Okay, yes, no problem. <laughs> give me number. Okay, 401-555-1125. What? That sounds like the, the, the pedophile who lives next door to them. That's the same per- guy. Herbert the pervert? Herbert the pervert, yes. Well, ahead, it, it, could, it could be voiced yeah, by the I'm same big, guy. I'm, big, I'm being funny. I, of Four. course it is. Four zero. Four, four zero. <laughs> no, no, I was just repeating the four. One four. One, that, that's what that's what anyone if app state calls your football office you should channel that yeah, vibe right yeah. there two schools if they call if north dakota state calls and says do you want to come up here and play us and if app state calls you and says we'll play you anywhere i those calls go right to voice yeah all right two more uh the spacely sprockets you're fired is another classic <laughs> And then also the great scene from Anchorman, Ron Burgundy getting fired. Ron, I'm going to fire you. Well, I've got to fire you. Bing, boom, boom. Bing, boom, boom. You're fired. (laughs) You're fired. Ron, I've got to fire you. Well, I've got to fire you. Bing, boom, boom. You're fired. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Herm Edwards in the end zone. Uh, What is that? I mean, is there any other place that a college football coach can get fired? That's more humiliating because we're moving the goalpost from tarmac to end zone, maybe at halftime, maybe on the sideline. Maybe the AD comes up and just yanks the headset off and says, you're out. Yeah, that's the only, yeah, we've, I think we've gone to the, 
But Lane Kiss gun I'm sure a lot of other people got fired on the Tomac, but it wasn't reported. Well, but the okay, fact but that Lane, they didn't let him go back home with the rest of the team. Yeah, they're was like the great thing about yeah, that. Exactly. And I think that's happened a couple of the times in sports. I think there was a Carolina Hurricanes coach who got fired and pretty much had to get his own transportation home from a road trip. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about that. But back to Herm Edwards when he went to Arizona State. I remember when he came in, it was a lot of energy and vibe like, hey, you know what? He's going to actually get some things going. He's got NFL knowledge. He's got high energy, you know. He's got uh, good recruiting appeal, presumably. And then the early reports were, oh, he's in way over his head. He doesn't know how the college ecosystem works. It's a disaster. And then I think they had a little bit of, you know, success. And it seemed like he was, was starting to turn around. But then, well, yeah. Well, he he then let all uh, recruitment go through Antonio Pierce, who just started doing shit the the wrong way. And like yeah. before NI before nil, cheating his ass off. True. So that like like they were like they were they had visits during COVID. Right. Uh, he was twenty. That, yeah. He was twenty five and eighteen, a five eighty one record over five Doesn't seasons. Suck. I mean, I've seen worse. That's right in line with Todd Graham, the former head coach's record, 590. Better than Dennis Erickson, who was 500, 31 and 31. Dirk Cutter was a, a 541 coach. Bruce Snyder, Larry Marmy, John Never Cooper. John Cooper was there from 85 to 87. How about that? At, at ASU? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Your friend and mine, Richard Doc Walker, always said about Arizona State, they should be a national power because it is so easy to get into, and they have hot girls. Oh, and it's gorgeous weather. Yeah. Right. And it's it's a immaculate campus. Yeah. I've been there once. Yeah, it's How gorgeous. do they not win? It's hard. You know, it's hard winning in college football. I was... I was, I was just. I mean, I was, we all can't get into UC Santa Barbara. Hey, fuck you! I got into there, and I got into Arizona State. Arizona State was my safe school. I swear to God, Jay, Jay, it was, it was the application. The application Arizona State was a postcard. I'm not exaggerating. They were like, yeah, we don't even want to do a whole, whole piece of paper with two sides. It's too much trouble. Just here, put your name, give us your oh. social, send it in. We'll save money on postage. You're in. Congratulations. And, of course, I was a legacy because my mom went to Arizona State, as did her Mrs. sisters. Mrs. Zabin is a, is She's a, a Sun Devil. alum? She's Ooh. a Sun Devil, yes, indeed, because okay. uh, that's where they went to college when my grandfather, Nick O'Neill, her dad, took them out to Arizona, moved the whole family out from Brooklyn, where he had retired as a fire chief in Brooklyn. Chief, Jay. And, and yes. yeah, and 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 moved out there in the shit sixties, late fifties, maybe I don't know. Back when there wasn't anything out there, it was you know truly the wild west. And my mom would say how much her and her sisters got teased over their thick Brooklyn accents. Wow. But my grandfather did great. He invested in some small real estate properties and made a nice amount of money and put money aside for all of his grandkids, that'd be me, one of them, to go to college wherever they wanted in the country and not just some shit state school like Radford. Sorry, Radford alums. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, therefore, I got to choose between UC Santa Barbara, the Harvard of the West, and Arizona State. And to this day, I think I made a mistake. I think I should have gone to ASU.
you would have not made it. What do you mean? Because you would have partied so much that well, your head would have spun. It, it's not like UCSB didn't get after it as well. <laughs> so I survived that. Uh, but anyway, the uh, the legend at Arizona State was Frank Cush. Cush, Cush slash, Cush slash, my, Cush slash, Cush mother, slash. He was a 764 winning percentage over 22 years up until 1979. I have a picture. Because the Baltimore Colts used to uh, used to have a training facility in Owings Mills. My parents were huge Colt fans. And there was a picture, because I remember cleaning out the house, of Frank Cush waving to my mother what? at training camp. Get out yes. of here. I got I know I, I know I kept it. I, because I said, nobody, I put it to disc. It's on my computer. Yes. That's Frank Cush amazing. Waving. To my mother, yes, with a with a col- with the old style Colt hat on too. Yes, that is hilarious. Uh, the guy who followed Frank Cush, some poor slap named Bob Owens, he lasted seven games, went three and four, and got fired. He might have gotten fired right after the on band, the tarmac. right? At, yeah. or, no, as soon as the band took the field for the uh, for the for the eighth game, they're like, Nah, you know what? Fucking get out. But back then, though, you had to be... No, you had seven to games. Cheat. He lasted seven games. How the fuck do you last seven games? They're like, hey, give the new guy a chance. You know, he might be the next Frank Cush. Now, nah, seven games later, this guy ain't it. And that was in the Pac-8. Yeah. Back in the not day. Not the 12, not the 10, the 8. Yeah. The poor Pac-12. <laughs> Goddamn, I liked that conference when they were still a thing, you know? When they had some decent teams and Oregon was flying high. And uh, USC, back before it started wandering sideways in the woods, it's back now, by the way. You're going to brag about USC in a second here. Thank you. But you also had pretty credible schools out there in Arizona. And uh, the Mountain Schools were also credible. Washington had it going for a while there. God, I I love the Pac-12 after dark. Because people used to say, I remember I got in an argument with someone because I said Christian McCaffrey was the, was one of the best running backs ever. And this guy goes, oh, he's nothing but a Toby Gerhardt. And I was like, okay, now you're just naming white <laughs> You're naming backs. another white Stanford I, running back. Congratulations, racist. I said Christian McCaffrey racist. was the closest thing to Reggie Bush I've seen in the wow. Pac-12. And I was like, you don't watch Pac-12 football at night like I do. Right. 12.45 on a Saturday. Right. So, you, you know, you're stupid. Yeah, no, that's good. But, Good job speaking by of, you. Good job by you of, for, for of conferences. Yeah. Do you remember the Southwest Conference? Yeah, the SWAC. No, no, no. Um, Southwest Athletic Conference, right? No, that, that's no. the SWAC. But I'm talking about uh, Arkansas, all the Texas schools when they were in, because they they had um, the Pony Excess on thirty for thirty about SMU. You're right. It was the the, the, S, the SWC. That Southwestern Athletic Conference. Yeah, but no, it wasn't Athletic Conference. But it that ended, conference. It ended in 1996. Right. But it was a bunch of cheating going on. Oh, and shit, that was, yeah. But it had every Texas school. That was kind of fun, except for Arkansas. Here, was, here, I, here was the last days of the uh, Southwest Conference. Arkansas, A&M, Baylor, Texas, Texas Tech, TCU, Rice, SMU, and Houston. Oh. Oh. That was it right there. Loved it. Back in the day. And it was loved uh, it. And shit, it was almost all in Texas with a handful of schools there, Oklahoma and Arkansas mixed in as well. 
So while they while they were cheating. All right. By the way, good job by you to be able to see through the race prism to see that Christian McCaffrey was not just a white boy who was playing good football at, at Stanford. That he was, he was a flat awesome. out athlete. Yeah, exactly. He was right. fucking awesome. That's exactly just insanity. Right. Like if like anybody who says Cooper Cup just isn't a good wide receiver, you're a dick. You're an Oh fuck yeah. He's, he's ridiculous. Yeah. How is he always open though? How? Um how he runs really good routes. He's a really good athlete. He he may not have the full on top end, you know, four three speed. You know, at long range, but his quick twist, quick twick twitch, uh, quick change of direction, and his hands. I mean, those things, like you combine great routes, burst ability, which he certainly has, um, with great hands, understanding the game. You know, knowing routes, reading defenses as well as your quarterback is reading them, and being where you're supposed to be. And then you throw work ethic on top of that, you're gonna fucking be a monster no matter what color you are. As a, as my friend says, he's always booty butt wide open. Booty butt <laughs> wide open. Uh, we interrupt today's podcast to uh, discuss booty and the fact that pussy remains undefeated and talk about Adam <laughs> Levine and his current troubles with his <laughs> thirst traps. Jay, would uh, you like to comment on? The former Maroon 5 frontman's uh, troubles right now? Cheating with an Instagram model. Multiple. Why? Multiple, apparently. I know they're probably easy to attain, but get a hooker. They keep their <laughs> mouth shut. You know, they call them thirst traps for a for reason. reason. Yes. They're a trap. You should have Admiral Akbar from Star Wars ringing in your head. It's a trap. Like, you're right. It's They're, they're doing it. To get the receipts to then yes. go public. Yes. So they get over and people are like, oh, look at her. Isn't she hot? When in I, fact they are not quite a dime a dozen, but close. There's so many young, hot women on social media. It's a joke. It's it's staggering. Yes, yeah. it is. No, it's the yes. But I love how I, she. I, I, I love may how follow she... a couple of accounts accounts that yeah. show these young hot women. No. <laughs> I may. I, I don't may. Know. I may. I love how. Um, I love how you know she wrapped herself in the whole. I feel like I was taken advantage of. Oh, yeah. bitch, please. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Winning season has officially returned, and with NFL Preseason Live, there are plenty of opportunities to win at MyBookie. Whether you're a seasoned better or a first-timer, MyBookie gets you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. To claim your bonus, sign up and use promo code ZABE on your first deposit, and you'll instantly double your money with MyBookie. It's simple. 250 puts $500 in your account, and you can use your funds to bet on as many individual games, contests, or props as you want. Bet on team win totals. Predict the Super Bowl winner. Use the MyBookie Prop Builder to give yourself the edge you need to secure the bag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No kidding. Okay, now we resume the podcast back to sports. Robert Sarver is now saying he's selling the Suns and the Mercury. They have driven him out of the NBA. <laughs> and it took it took Mercury. LeBron it took LeBron James took LeBron James to say, "Yeah, nah, man." And that was it. His goose was cooked. Does he still have to pay the fine though of ten million dollars? Well, man, you think LeBron? I think PayPal when they said. We're going to get out of the Sarver business next year. I think that might have did it. Oh, oh, PayPal said that, huh? PayPal were sponsors of the uh, Phoenix, the, Mer- the Mercury. Remember the Eddie Murphy joke about Johnny Carson and his wife? Johnny no. would like Johnny would make five hundred million, and his wife would like do a job, and she'd make a thousand. Here's my here's mine, Johnny, because I want to do my share. That's the Mercury, <laughs> the Mercury. Oh, that anyway. was that was from. Uh, you can't just keep messing around like you used to. Eventually, that was from Raw. Your dick will fall off. Yes. Remember, just like remember, like VD in the sixties. That shit don't just sting no more. Every time they cure something, it come back stronger. VD is new and improved now. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Skip, skip ahead, he goes, to, I saw Johnny Carson on People Magazine like this. And he looked and he, talked, he did the whole, the whole bit. Anyway, Robert Sarver, what did he say? I, that part I missed. Did he I, say anything as bad as Donald Sterling? No. He, he, okay. he said the nuclear N-word. But he Ooh. was he he said it as quoting. In a rap song? No, he said it as quoting somebody. All I know is Zabin, I'm gonna tell you again as your black one of friend. your four black friends. Yeah. You cannot say I know what, what, I what know the he, rules. What, Jay. Is, what is he like like green eggs and ham? You cannot say it in a house. You cannot say it with a mouse. You cannot say it here nor there. You cannot say it anywhere. You cannot say the N-word. <laughs> so right. in a song, in a book, in a text, just can't say it. Well, there you go. Just, I, all, the, all the white people listening to the Zabecast, you can never say it. Yeah. But, well, but but black people say it. Yeah, we got a card though. That well, you get you, you get stamped every five trust years. Trust me, I'm I'm so I'm so trained that when I hear it either in a song or in a movie or whatever, uttered by a black person, it it triggers me. It gets the hairs standing up on the back of my neck. I, it's like seeing a live King Cobra. You're like, fuck. <laughs> like, that's lethal right there. That could kill me. That's literally the third rail of society. Right. But I don't, you know, 
do, do you do you balance that out with the totality of who Robert Sarver was as an owner, or is the NBA just so hopelessly woke that he was never going to survive it? I, I don't. I I didn't know he said the N word, but you can't survive it. You cannot. Has anybody survived it? Let's think about that. Mm, don't know. No, I I can't. I'm did you see? Of... Did you see the NBA player uh, who got fined for his homophobic slur? But he also had I the said... N word right next to it. But he also talking about looking at these queer, you know, blank. He was watching TV or something and decided to live tweet while he was watching it. And why can't I think very of who smart. it is? Yeah, it's it's oh god, it's it's uh, Edwards, 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 Anthony Edwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but but nothing will happen to Anthony Edwards because yeah. he doesn't own the team. True, He's but, just a player. By the way, they're they're not owners; they're uh, governors. They got rid of the word owner because they felt it was too connotative of slavery. You know that, right? Uh, well, that's, I didn't know that. That's stupid. But, okay. <laughs> of course it is stupid. Anyway, yeah, okay. Sarver just looked like a sourpussed asshole. He did not. He looked unkempt. He looked angry all the time. And I think that stuff does matter. You know, if you're a if you're a smiling, energetic owner, and you know something. You got to look like Dr. Jerry Buss. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, or, or, here's I think I found it on the Eddie Murphy Raw and Johnny Carson. Here we go. No, don't get me wrong. If you marry somebody and neither one of you have anything and you build three hundred million together, you deserve half. <laughs> but good. Johnny was three hundred million in when they met, and I'm quite sure she knew. <laughs> and Johnny, hey, I'm Johnny. She was like, I know who you are, motherfucker. <laughs> and they got married, broke up, shit didn't work out, and then she had to get he had to give 150 million dollars of his money. And don't get me wrong, ladies, I know a lot of housewives sitting out there going, Well, you can't put a price on what I do. But ladies, if you marry a man with 300 million dollars, you ain't no regular housewife. You ain't got to clean the house no more. You get a maid, you ain't cleaning shit. You marry a man with 300 million dollars, you ain't cooking no more, you eating out. You man, man, with three hundred million dollars, you know how a lot of housewives got to get jobs on the side to help make ends meet. He got three hundred million to ends of meeting like, meet like a motherfucker. <laughs> what you gonna do? Get a job at a boutique on the weekends and shit? Say here, Johnny, I made seventy dollars. Put that with the rest. <laughs> now we got three hundred million and seventy. Cause I wanna do my now shit. Now we have three hundred million and seventy dollars. <laughs> I want to do my share. No. <laughs> yes. That's that's the Phoenix Mer- that's the Phoenix Mercury. What they bring to the table. Yes. $70. Oh my god. Eddie Murphy and Raw was you know. like watching Jordan in his prime. In Here's terms how- of comedy. It is so good. It's so electric. It's so funny as shit. I look at Kevin Hart today and I'm like, "Bro, you're the white Dane Cook. Stop it already." I remember vividly, Zay, vividly, after Raw, the Raw, Raw came out in the summer. And I remember for, for Halloween, we all dressed up in like jeans or whatever and just went around cursing and they, who are you guys? We're Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> for Halloween. For Halloween, just because he was the <laughs> coolest. I think so, somebody said if there was a party Michael Jackson, Magic Johnson, and Eddie Murphy all walked in. Who would walk out with the hottest woman? Somebody said in like '83, probably Eddie. Eddie would take that's all how, all four of the yeah. best women in there. Yes, that's he, how big he hit for the cycle. 
Yeah. He, hey, we, another thing we had. See, this is the segment. We have to explain to people how big they only know Eddie Murphy from Shrek, and and um, what's what's the one? Um, Doctor Doolittle. No, 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 no. That's not Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was yeah. Beverly Hills Cop one and two, raw and delirious. That's yeah. the Eddie Murphy we do. Yeah. So uh, one other thing on LeBron. Apparently, he's embraced going bald. He has to. His welcome. <laughs> Home, That's, LeBron yes. James. They're, they they ran out of headbands wide enough to cover your receding hairline, and you can't sharpie it in like Jerome Bettis used to do on NBC. Yeah, like like Kevin Durant is the next one who has to, as as Bomani Jones used to say, come home, come come home to the skillet yes. head. Come home. What if he just wants home. to embrace the patchy sort of you know nubbly, sort of dying grass on a golf course? Green look. Tiger's there. Tiger's a prominent black athlete who has not yet fully embraced going clean. Yeah, and and, oh, Derek Jeter embraced it. Oh, that's right. Because Jeter's hair was fucked up at a couple points. He was like, eh, screw it. I've got got this hot wife. What's the point now? Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans is out for the Packers game in week three. He appealed his one-game suspension. It was denied. Kind of a harsh punishment, but I thought that the, the 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 just the fucking craziness of how he was fighting Marshawn Lattimore and the fact that he had done that once before and did not get suspended, they were eventually going to go, look, this is not going to be a revolving two bouts a year thing. You use a map on your car. Shut up, autoplay. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, they, I, so I... they suspended him. Uh, your thoughts? Um, he had to fight because... They went after the that was his quarterback. That's my quarterback. So that's why. So, my, do Mike you Kevin, have by to? The way, do I you wouldn't have fuck to with fight? Mike Evans, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I wouldn't fuck with him. His backstory is one of those. You just he's got some shit in his past that if he ever lets go, he's gonna fuck somebody up. So, right. uh, Aaron, but can I can I ask a Packers question very quickly? Yes, sir. What are the what are the people in Green Bay saying about Brett Favre? Oh. Well, I have not taken a poll, but obviously they, uh, you know, they're probably not happy that this guy bilked poor people in Mississippi out of money and possibly I, committed fraud, although that's not yet proven in court. I, I know people like to say, you know, this Brigham Young story is getting way too much run, but this story should be getting more run than any. Somebody pointed out, and I think I may have, this might be as bad as Michael Vick. No. You know, no, I can't say that, no. Uh, Brett Favre did not electrocute dogs after fighting them. He just took money and food out of poor people's bellies. He, well, he, he gamed the government fire hose of cash to spray it on his preferred projects, like a volleyball arena at the Which university. Which never got built, by the way. And his daughter transferred, I think, to LSU, so... It was a not. This this story a, is another, not getting enough run. Well, I mean, look, ESPN talked about it. I saw the talking heads, all the talk shows. You know, uh, PTI, Round the Horn, Facts versus Volume, did two, did not. All the shows. <laughs> I'm right, you're wrong. I'm right, you're wrong. All the shows. They 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 definitely I said I, it, I and, and, we, and I crushed. I think we should take back his Hall of Fame bust. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I crushed him. <laughs> I I crushed him. I said this guy is 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 a bag of shit. You know, but then okay, again, he kind of to me, he kind of proved that when he left the Packers and, and spited them 
for no reason whatsoever. It's like, hey, you keep threatening to retire. We had to draft somebody else. And, you know, you're you're walking around like, you know, a diva. And, you know, we got to move on. And then, you know, it's like he got all pissed off. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to the Vikings. I'm going to stick it up your ass. And he did for one season. But then choked in the most important moment. All right, let me ask you about Judge real quick before we get to FTG. Judge Ooh. sits on 60 home runs as we tape this right now. Certainly, Mount Maris will fall, I think, with 14 games left in the season. He also, in hitting 60, topped every one of the triple, chip, triple crown categories. Is he having the greatest slugging season ever? Uh, it's close. That's a t- it's I, I want to s- close. No, I'm going to still give it to Ted Williams in 47, who hit over 400 and hit 30 home runs and hit over 100 RBIs. And by the way, not not 41. I mean, for, it was 40. No, 41. Yes, 41. Okay. But hit oh, hit over 400. Hit 30 home runs. Hit over 100 RBIs and didn't win the MVP. Why? Because some guy named Joe DiMaggio had a 56 game hitting streak. But this right. is this is up there though. This is he's only hitting 318. Only only 318. <laughs> yes, only. I yes. mean in today's baseball where That's batting 400. averages That's 400. Yeah, yes. batting and nobody gives a shit about batting averages just hit as many uh barreled balls as you can, as many doubles and home runs as you can. And he's the new biracial angel. That's right. He's part of mixfolks.com. Everybody loves Aaron. Have you ever have you ever heard anybody say anything bad about Aaron Judge? No, other no? than yeah. other than he's too tall in the movie theater and I can't see around him. <laughs> Asshole. That's about it. Yeah, so who's the bigger biracial unicorn? Patrick Mahomes with his froggy voice or Aaron Judge? I'm going to give it to Aaron Judge because Patrick Mahomes' wife might be the most <laughs> insane woman I've ever seen, and that takes him down. What are you talking about? She Brittany just, Mahomes? She's oh. just very energetically supportive of her hubby. Come on, man. Okay. She's <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I'm seeing if I got that bite of her going crazy. Mahomes. Uh, yeah, Mahomes' girlfriend. You ready? Here we go. Why? Say all those people that doubted us and hated on us and thought we were going to lose this day. Yes, I did! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, how would you like that as your girl? Yes, I did! See, this is what vodka plus millions plus social media does. Uh, and then, then his douchebag brother Jackson Mahomes. Oh yeah, no, he's 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 something else right there. Okay, are you ready for FTG? How about one more thing to get in real quick before that? Go uh, ahead. What was on my list here? Oh, did you see? Okay, what are your thoughts on the Kyler Murray fan interaction? I think the fan got a a bit too. I think he was trying to start some shit. Okay. Because I yeah. do too. I think yeah. he I think he was intentionally trying to get a cheap shot in. Yes, he but, was. Yeah. But but and I'm convinced of that, but I said legally it'd be pretty hard to prove, you know? Oh, you couldn't, but I I think the guy was trying to be a dick bag and right. trying to, you know, rustle him up. Is that the is that the correct word I'm uh, rough, yeah. rough, rough him up. We'll, we'll we'll take it. 
But yeah, okay. so while I know it was on purpose, I can't prove it was on purpose. Okay. So with that said, here we go. Stand by. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right. Jay, go ahead, my friend. Who do you got? Who did we? You, didn't you say you were going to name it the Somebody Award because you give it to this person every week? <laughs> well, you you would name it the Whitlock Award. This and week's more, Whitlock goes to yeah, who? J- Jason Whitlock. Again? Jason, Jason Whitlock said, and I'm paraphrasing, the accuser of the Brigham Young uh, case yeah. is, is as bad as the woman who said that Emmett Till whistled at her, thus causing that guy's brother and her, and her husband to kill Emmett Till. Right. Jason Whitlock said that. Mm. Okay, that, mm, that's all you got? Okay. Well, all look, right. I mean, Whitlock, no well it's too far. It's too far. I'll grant you that. But, you know, these racial ho- hoaxes are damaging for real racist incidents because... Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. And it was... It was it was the uh, students chanting at uh, the BYU game. I mean, Oregon BYU, and they were saying "fuck the Mormons." Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean that that was that was that was bad, but it was a small thing, and at least the school apologized. The problem with Ms. Richardson is that there's zero evidence to corroborate it, and things like this stir people up, and it it, <sighs> it dilutes it dilutes Jay the legitimacy of when these things do happen. Huh. Didn't know anybody though got uh, carried out and had a uh, a um, a boat motor tied around their neck. Oh, and, God, thrown, no. and yeah. thrown in and thrown in the Chattahoochee River. No, listen, I would, I would not compare it. I would compare it. I would not compare it to Emmett Till. Let me put it that okay. way. All right, he did. All he right. did. All so right. There you go. So to this Jason Whitlock, you say once again. Congratulations, Whitlock. Fuck, fuck yourself. That All right, so my FTG goes to one Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. He's now, too cool. What you did can't I hate him? What? Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing: COVID restrictions are finally falling everywhere, including places like Canada, which has been super COVID strict. They're they're getting rid of their entry requirement for being vaccinated, which will open it up for the playoffs in baseball just in time, right? You know. Right. Yes. When. Adams was asked why the city's vax mandate remains in place. He said, quote, I don't think anything dealing with COVID makes sense, and there's no logical pathway one can do to get out of it. Fuck you. You're the mayor. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So I just shake my head at that. Thank God I don't live in New York City. Jay, as always, my friend, a great run today. And as you like to say, bye now.
winning season has officially returned. And with NFL Preseason Live, there are plenty of opportunities to win at MyBookie. Whether you're a seasoned better or a first-timer, MyBookie gets you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. To claim your bonus, sign up and use promo code ZABE on your first deposit, and you'll instantly double your money with MyBookie. It's simple. 250 puts $500 in your account, and you can use your funds to bet on as many individual games, contests, or props as you want. Bet on team win totals. Predict the Super Bowl winner. Use the MyBookie Prop Builder to give yourself the edge you need to secure the bag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.